Welcome to Bread and Biscuit. I'm Bread. And I'm Biscuit. You're listening to the holiday edition of our Merry podcast. Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> We're sitting here in B-Squared Studios just chilling. Yeah, just hanging out. Uh, you know, Biscuit, what what does Christmas mean to you? Ooh. I mean, there's a lot of things that Christmas brings. It brings joy. It brings the blues. Uh, it brings happiness. Mm. It brings the spirit of giving. What does it mean to you, though? That's a that's a good question. I mean, I could go multiple ways with this. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean to me? Uh, I think it's a time of the year uh, where obviously, maybe not obviously, we celebrate Jesus' birth. Nice. But it also is a big focus on um, the meaning of family and hopefully a time where you can get together with a lot of loved ones and just have a peaceful season. Hopefully. Yeah, well, hopefully. <laughs> or if anything, if it's not usually like that, this is the season where it would be more likely, hopefully. Mended yes. over the holiday season. Yeah, hopefully everyone's just a little more chill and lively and sprightly and joyful and merry and, you know, Christmas words. So what's your favorite part about Christmas? Hmm. So you're, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to, to tear you down at all, but... I would say, in my experience of just listening to you and to hanging out with you and knowing you, you're a bit of a Grinch. Yes. <laughs> I am a Scrooge. A Grinch. A gr- or a Scrooge, I guess, is a better way to put it. Yeah. Because um, you, you got a big heart. You're not, you're not like the Grinch. <laughs> I was going to say, my heart's probably normally sized, <laughs> at least, but it does not shrink by the day. But you got a little uh, bah humbug in you. Yeah. Uh, I've never been a big holidays person. I don't know. I don't really like Christmas music. I know I may be getting a lot of haters right now. Uh, I don't really like winter as much, which comes around Christmas time. I don't know. Just the ice on the roads and stuff. Yeah, I don't think you'll get any uh, debates there. Yeah. But what I do like about it, let's focus on that, I guess. Of course. Of course. Um, I do like really thinking about the people I care about and trying to find the right gift for them. Uh, really trying to mm. figure out how much I know about them and their personality. And yeah. How much maybe I've listened to them throughout the year to like find the little things they're like, oh, I really like that, or I love this TV show, or you know, hey, I'm really addicted to craft cheeses right now. Yeah, just really finding that thing to show them that uh, I hear them and appreciate them. It's interesting. I feel like I don't really focus on those. Like I don't think about my. F- this sounds terrible now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> Do it. Uh, I don't really think about. Like the people close to me, I don't think about their interests. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think about it on a day to day basis, but not as much as like when it comes to me buying gifts for them. Sure. Like in that moment, I'm like, what are they? Like, I'm trying to add up all of the small moments out through the year to yeah. this one moment and then get them a gift that represents all these small <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Try to make it all inclusive. And it's hard to but do. Too specific. It can. I be, think that's sure. why people have such a hard time buying gifts. And then there's the pressure of like, how much do you spend? You don't want to oh, sometimes yeah. be outgiven. You know, yeah. you don't want to buy them a colander and like a Kit Kat bar, <laughs> and they buy you like a new computer. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. A little bit of balance there. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's what what what? How about you? What's like a well? Both questions. What what does Christmas mean to you? And what's like your favorite part of the the holidays you know like you said uh it's a time for us to remember the true meaning of christmas jesus's birth and i think with that 
you know, God had given us the ultimate gift, right? Yeah. Of salvation. Uh, I think that's really the heart of Christmas for me is giving. Uh, I should sure display that same uh, attitude and um, especially coming right out of like Thanksgiving, you know, like you got yeah. that and then you come right into Christmas and it just works really well in terms of oh yeah uh, where your heart should be and what your mentality should be coming into this uh, time of year. It is sad though, I guess that uh, for some it's the only time of year that that pops into the head, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like what I was saying, you don't, you don't really think about, oh no, don't get me wrong. I fall victim to it too. So this is not me attacking other people. It's calling myself out. But like those little moments out through the year where I'm not really thinking about my friend's interests per se. Uh, but at Christmas time is when I'm trying to add up all those moments and get a gift for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, should I be more in the spirit of trying to indulge in those experiences more often? Who knows? But my favorite thing about Christmas, I would say, is uh, the atmosphere. Like, a part of me loves... I'm a little melancholy in terms of my just my demeanor. Maybe not my demeanor, but I, I love uh, that kind of storytelling, that kind yeah. of feeling or emotion. Yeah, me too. Like, if a That's song right. can make me feel, like, really happy but also really, like, sad at the same time. Yeah, dude. That's... You hit the mark. Yeah, and I'm with you. something about like a really soft snowfall with like glowing lights hitting the snow in the dark uh, with like a kind of a somber Christmas music playing is like my ideal Christmas moment. Nice. Kind of the, I think Christmas blues, uh, you hear that a lot, you know. I think that is a perfect example of melancholy. Like Christmas, so happy and joyful blues is so like down you know and down and out yeah and so when you add those two together it it gives you this like melancholy feel which i i really like i do like what you're saying about thanksgiving and christmas season kind of going into one another you know you just came out of this attitude of gratitude of thankfulness like just appreciating what we have yeah uh, what we've been given and then going into the christmas season and the you know jesus's birth uh we are grateful to that but to reflect in this season, the attitude of of giving, of uh, being generous, um, and being thoughtful and considerate of other people, people we care about, and you know, as always, the toy drives or backpacks for kids, yeah. the whole community, wherever you are, generally, you know, pours into the people around them, even if they don't know them, which is cool, and which would be cool if it happened year round. Yeah, uh, but it's it's at least an excuse to get people all on board. That's true. Maybe it's forced giving. Yeah, but at least it's a reminder. Yeah, I like what you said, to get everyone on board. Yeah. The time everyone can just kind of like get behind, rally behind. Now, I know the Christmas season can be difficult for some people mm-hmm. uh, just because of family situations or a change in who's able to make it. Um, but this season, as we talked about, you know, is really about Jesus' birth mm. and the salvation uh, that he brought um, and the hope and the peace that comes with that. So hopefully this season, uh, if you are in a difficult situation, you can find a little more of that than normal. That maybe there's a little peace amongst the people you bicker with, or maybe there's a little peace and hope about somebody who isn't there anymore. But you know that hope and peace is really found in that story of Jesus. And one of my favorite things we used to do 
when we did Christmas with my extended families, we'd read the story of Jesus' birth um, and the Christmas story. And the Christmas season has so many stories, you know, what a wonderful oh, yeah. life. Muppet Christmas Carol, hashtag favorite. Uh, <laughs> the Grinch, you know, there's so many stories around yeah. the Christmas season. It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how many stories there actually are. Not only about Christmas, but like different iterations of Santa Claus and yeah. the Hallmark Channel. The oh, different gosh. romance movies that How you get. How many new movies they can oh, make yeah. each year. The stories truly are are endless uh, around around Christmas time. Sure. Did you, uh, I mean, it's not so much of a story, but did you hear about that recent news story uh, in Nebraska? That little kid who, like, set up the traps and uh, stuff? What? Like, Home, not home, home Alone was in. No. Not Nebraska. Yeah, no. Is it like another Home Alone thing, or? No. I don't know. I don't know this. Well. On December 24th at 11.32 p.m., young Billy Baker, presumed to be age eight, has just finished placing milk and cookies by the armchair next to the fire for a mysterious stranger on this chilly evening in southern Nebraska. He tiptoes back to his bedroom upstairs, checking the candles, the blanket and the flower on his way to make sure his plan is ready to go. He crawls into bed, his head filled with excitement, danger, and those inescapable doubts. He eventually drifts into sleep as he struggles to know what's actually real in this world he is still learning so much about. A few hours later, he wakes up to a familiar voice. I'm sorry I didn't catch that. Billy goes to investigate, and as he nears the banister of the stairs next to the living room, he reaches for the nearly invisible thread he has tied to the third post. With a quick tug, he releases the blanket, lightly pinned to the ceiling to try and capture whoever it may be in the act. His net trap falls swiftly, and he immediately peeks into the room to see who he has detained, but just catches the last flutter of the blanket as it falls to the ground, empty. He then hears a slight snap to his right, almost as if he was camping again with his dad on one of those summer nights, and a brave deer steps on a branch too close to his tent. But this isn't camping. This is high-stakes capture Santa Claus inside the safety of his own home. It was just a mouse caught in a mousetrap. Not even a creature, he thinks, reminded of the holiday stories he hears so often, and the quip of creatures stirring. But Alexa wouldn't have responded to the meek squeaks of a mouse, So who was it creating enough noise to trigger Alexa's remark? Billy shifts his curious gaze to the fireplace and the flower surrounding the hearth and sees a solitary footprint in the powder. Shoe size, bigger than his dad's, with a heavy, determined imprint. Someone was just here. Just as he sees the footprint, the candelabra on the dining table has all of the flames extinguished, as if one precise breath came from every direction. No bending of the flame, no curling of the smoke one way or the other, just nine soft plumes rising perfectly in the glow of the Christmas tree lights. Then, the window right next to the tree shatters. Billy runs over to the window to see what happened and lifts a little flower from the windowsill with his left index finger and examines it thoroughly. He suspected it to be snow, but after a quick lick of the tongue, he recognizes it to be Baker's Choice Grade A flour, the same he used to make cookies the night before with his mother. Jeff and Karen, aged 40 and 42, respectively, 
enter the scene. Just as they do, a swift breeze comes from the window precise enough to disperse the flower, eliminating the footprint. Billy, what's going on? Are you okay? Jeff walks over to the window as Karen goes to Billy, and Billy starts to explain the situation. I woke up. Uh, Alexa, the, the candles, the blanket. No, it, it's not snow, it's flour. I swear someone was in here. Why is the window broken? Are you bleeding? What's on the floor? Is that my flower? Great, the alarm's going off. Billy, how did the window break? Billy listens to his parents in silence. The doubts he had earlier increased by the second, and he swears someone was just in the house. The situation is all too much for him to handle. There was no glass on the inside, nor the outside of the window frame. There was no other evidence of an intruder. Nothing was taken, no one was hurt, but the mystery remains. What exactly did happen in this house? The night wasn't so silent anymore. We don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. No, dude, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that story before. That was a good one. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it just happened recently. It's kind of eerie. Yeah, it is a little creepy. I've, I'm a little scared now. Uh, you know, I've, rightfully so. What am I, what's there to be scared of? Santa Claus. Santa. Oh, I'm supposed to be scared of the fat man? No, you're supposed to be scared of this cane I got on my hand, boy. I actually think the elves scare me more than Santa does. (laughs) (laughs) The concept, yes. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Enjoy your week. Enjoy uh, enjoy the Christmas time uh, spirit. And make sure you give back to uh, somebody else this, this Christmas season. Giving not only does something for the person you're giving to, but does uh, a crazy, wonderful thing inside your own heart. So uh, try it and see what it can do for you. A little love and tenderness. Oh, yeah. Follow us on social media. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, and you can find our podcast on iTunes. And uh, make sure you guys uh, leave a review if you're liking it. Uh, sure. Let us know what you like about it, and and don't be afraid to message us on social media if there's a topic you guys want to hear about or are interested in. Uh, we'd love to tackle those subjects and talk about them with you guys. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.